Let me uh, mute my mic here. Big sauce already. No. Two days in a row. Good job. Good job. <laughs> How y'all boys doing tonight? <laughs> doing good, brother. How y'all brothers doing? Good, good. good I'm good, chilling, man. I'm chilling. Let's go ahead and get this thing started, man. We got another episode uh, back to back. Uh, tonight's Thursday, so welcome to Talking Sauce, where we get big sauce, talk college football and sports. So grab a drink, kick back, come out, hang out with us. I'm your host Tim, and tonight will be joining me is Juice. What's up, brother? How you doing, brother? Also, special guest on deck, my guy Austin. <laughs> Look at this. I'm already big sauce. Brooks Austin. This dude's got two first names over here. <laughs> Three first names. Middle name <laughs> Thomas. My mom. Mom was. Mom was jacking me up, man. She was like, hey, we gonna we gonna have him in every single elementary school class, having the teacher, not only the sub, but the teacher. I hear talking about is Austin Brooks here today? I'm like, ma'am. First of all, there is a comma there. You you pronounce everyone else's name correctly. Why why you got me backwards? But yeah, nah the the Brooks Austin thing, man. Like I, I got I got friends that claim to be friends that know me for years. Still call me Austin every once in a while. So you ain't got a trip on that one. I, I've had radio stations out here talking about we got Austin Brooks, and I'm like guys. I mean, no offense. I know I'm on your radio station, but it's Brooks Austin. I mean, it's right there on the screen. I mean, god dang. What's crazy is too, man. I heard uh, listening to your show on YouTube. I actually heard you say some words. They were calling you Austin. You said, "Bro, why are you calling in my me own Austin? My in my own comments <laughs> in my own comments on my own YouTube page, bro?" So yeah, don't don't be out here sweating that one. I, I've had that one my whole life. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Hey, the sauce is blowing. We got a good one on deck tonight. And, yes, uh, So what we like to do here, Brooks, we do a sauce rating, and so uh, tonight. Uh, we're drinking from Victory Brewing Company. It's called Sour Monkey. <laughs> oh, okay. Sour Monkey. Uh, it's a Pilsner. It's actually uh -huh. a sour. Uh, if you guys are into any craft beer drinking, uh, it's actually a sour. Uh, it's actually from Downing Downingtown, Pennsylvania. Uh, okay. It's made with Belgian yeast, and it says a mix of magical spices. I don't know what that means, but sounds <laughs> right. <laughs> Ooh, wait, <laughs> some spirit dust in there. I don't know. No. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, just kind of my review of it. It's very sour. Uh, it's good. It's kind of uh, if I had to give a description, it's like a, a warhead for grownups. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's Ooh. a good yes, description. Sir. Yes, sir. Right. Hey, and, they, um, they they damn near took the warheads off the shelf, man. I miss a good warhead, bro. I know, bro, right? We had to we actually miss just a good order warhead. some from my uh, kids, and we had to order them off like Amazon or something like that. It came in a big ass pack, and it was it's yeah. You can't massive. find them in stores, yeah. Uh, they are not as good as they used to be, so I'm gonna tell you that right now. Like everything, <laughs> true. Um, beer is also very citrusy. Um, it, to me, it has a slight aftertaste after you drink it, uh, but I think all sour stuff does. So. Um, let me give it a sip real quick. My sauce rating, I give it four out of five. Big sauce. Big sauce, yes, okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. My man, Brooks, what you drinking on over there? I'm drinking the old casual blue moon. Um, hey. Out the bottle, um, not into a glass <laughs> with the orange. You ain't got your pinkies you know, up like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I could be bougie tonight, but that'd be a little bit off brand. Like... <laughs> 
you're, you're lucky I didn't bring no natty lights up in there. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. Like, nah, yeah, I, I got I got the blue moon. That's that's about it tonight. That's that's one of my favorites. Like, if I'm just drinking a regular regular beer. I'm, I, I, no offense to the sponsor, not a huge IPA guy. I mean, just like if it's if it's got like the heavy aftertaste, not for me. Like, I get it. If I want to have an eight percent beer, I'll just drink two four percent beers. You know, like, <laughs> you gonna just, <laughs> just gonna do it that way, man. Like we're gonna do it that way. Pinkies up, uh, yeah, pinkies up for sure. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm sipping on that blue moon, my man. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, man. Ben, blue, blue moon, yeah, blue tune yes, is my go-to when I go to places and like. I'm like, what you know? They typically have those the common beers like a Bud Light. Uh, yeah, what's on draft, yeah. sir? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, let me get that Blue Moon. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, hey man, uh, we appreciate you coming on tonight. Yes, sir. Um, Thank you. you, all of our listeners. Uh, we appreciate you guys showing up for us. Um, all of our links are in the description down below. So um, if you want to support our page, also, if you want to follow Mr. Brooks Austin, uh, all his information is down below as well. Um, and we'll later on, uh, he'll tell the good people where you can follow him. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to my wife, man. Uh, she helps me a lot with all this stuff that I do with podcasts. Uh, she's the one who helps me out with the TikTok stuff. Uh, we are on TikTok. So uh, I don't know nothing about nothing on TikTok, <laughs> and now I do uh, because of her. So I. But she over in the corner threatening your ass right uh, now. Uh, yeah, like. <laughs> my name. I'll do y'all see the eye signals? Mine. Y'all see the? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he like. I, I'm Help me. I'm gonna get it. Don't worry. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, right. I, I got you, baby. Got yes, you. Sir, <laughs> yeah. Big up to it. Thank you. Yep. Let's get this show started, man. Um, Brooks. Like I said, we appreciate you coming on. Um, <clears throat> we know you mostly, you focus on UGA, uh, mm-hmm. University of Georgia football, the film guy himself, uh, a.k.a. I had, somebody, I had somebody in my comments talk about the drip god. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The shoes, man. Yes, yes. Yo, man, love, love. Tell us a little bit uh, about the shoes you got in the back back there. So those are the, those are the Flint's 13s. Okay, old, old Flint edition. Them the, them the cool gray ones right there. Um, those are the kicks of the weeks, sponsored by ColaKicks.com. Promo code Brooks, $10 off any purchase, $10, $100 or more. You didn't think I was going to plug my own sponsor up <laughs> yeah, on your show, yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all go, y'all go check it out. Go right check in. it out. Slide that yeah. right in. Yeah. Do it, brother. Yeah, man. I've been a sneakerhead most of my life. I grew up, uh, I ain't going to say I, I grew up down bad, but I grew up in a, in a house where the sneakers that I wore, my brother wore before me, and he grew out of them. Yeah. So it, it was always my thing. Like as soon as I was able to, you know, have a little bit of residual income where I could spend some money on some stuff that I don't need, like sneakers. Um, always knew that I was going to do it. So, um, yeah, man, I'm 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 a I'm not I'm not like the biggest sneakerhead in the world, but I always gotta have a fresh pair of kicks on me at all times wherever I go. So um, that's kind of my that's brand. Fair. Like I, I wrap myself on the film, and I definitely wrap myself on a on a fresh pair of sneakers. So. Always love them. I had the uh, I had the threes on today when I when I went down to a high school today. So, yeah, I'm all, always in a fresh pair. I'm I'm a I'm a Jordan guy, even though as you can see behind me, I'm, I'm a LeBron guy as well. Uh, right. I'm like LeBron's my dude, but like Buddy makes 
busted sneakers. Them things is yeah, they're not they're not no Jordans. They are not they are not them Jordans. And honestly, like as a person who owns like I think five different pairs of Jordans, like five different series of Jordans, because I'm not gonna be out here wearing tens. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Um, as a guy who has like five different series of Jordans. The fact that that man was dropping 36 in them concrete boots. I mean, seriously, look at them things. My yeah. man was out here. My Moon man was boots. out here getting buckets. Up in them right, things. right. Give, give him a modern pair of sneakers. He dropping 50. Right, right. right. No Easily. No doubt. No Easily. doubt. <laughs> What's your favorite pair of shoes that you've ever owned? You know, honestly, like I love my flints. Um, I, I think I've had those since 2013. I think I've worn them four times. Um, I just like when it comes to sneakers like that, I uh-huh. don't wear them a lot. Um, uh, but I got a pair of bread threes that, uh, a bunch of buddy, buddies of mine bought for my wedding. It was like their wedding party, uh, you know, anniversary. Those are probably some of my favorites, but these cool gray ones that I wear, the, the, I love them sneakers, man. Them, them things look good. They feel good. Um, uh, they're rocking out. I mean, you, you, you don't get no better than this right here. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, yeah, look at them things. Crim de la crim, right? Top shelf, you know. I'm talking about top shelf, you know. No, man, but I, I love, I love all my, all my J's. Um, I got a pair of Ken Griffey trainers that I bought from Cold Kicks the other days. I, I've been looking for those things. I've been looking for those things for like eight or nine months. Couldn't find them. Walked up in the store up there in, in uh, Columbia, or excuse me, uh, in Augusta. Found them immediately. Like they were right there on the shelves. Like I gotta have them. Gotta have them right now. So. Yeah, man, I, I, it's a perfect sponsor for me um, and what I do and how I rep, rep myself. So, yeah, 100%. And Cool Kicks is out is based out of Augusta, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, co- Cola Kicks. Cola Kicks Cola originally, kicks, Cola like, like Coca-Cola, C-O-L-A, um, actually originally started in Columbia, uh, South okay. Carolina. And then, yeah, they, they, they opened up a store out there in Augusta. So, yeah, man, like, uh, honestly, they, they, I think they sponsored like four or five Georgia guys um, through NIL. Um, yeah, so I found cool, them cool. and I was like, you know what? Like, I gotta get on. I gotta get in on this. Like, this is my whole brand. It's like it's what I do everywhere I go. Yeah, it's first a hobby already. Home. So why not? Yeah, right? for sure. Right, right. I mean, it's a it's a sneakerhead's dream to 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 be sponsored by a sneaker company. Well, yeah. I'm gonna I mean, definitely check them out because I got family up there in Augusta uh, military. So we, yeah, that's even a home ground for me too, kind of. So yeah, definitely have to check it out. I'm definitely going for sure. Up there. That's what's up, man. Well, uh, let's talk about you real quick uh, and tell the people who don't know who you are. Um, you are the film guy, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Brooks Austin. Uh, I love your breakdowns, uh, what yes. you do it, uh, for college football. And mm-hmm. like I say, you mainly cover Georgia football, but uh, you secretly also cover the teams that I want to see because uh, Georgia and Florida play similar teams since they're in the same uh, division. So, uh, that's why I go to you. First you of all, Juice, you, you didn't strike me as a cat guy. I didn't This is the crazy. I didn't. I don't even like cats. This well, I I, hey. I, I say I didn't like cats because I yeah. man, I was a dog person. And it's crazy. My girl got me on this. She brought that one that you just seen in there. As long as he's dope, is he chill? Like is oh, he, let man. You, he let you love on him, let you hold man, on him. That's my little buddy. Everywhere yeah, I go, that's my, shadow. my cat. I hated cats yeah. until I met my wife and um we, we got a little cat downstairs. His name's Bolt. Uh he's a he's an all black cat. Like all, all right. black cat. And this this dude is so dope. Like you could pick him up by his leg. Like he, he'll just 
upside down. He'll just look at you and go, meow. Like, are you going to pet me or what? Like, what's up? Right. I mean, so if they're not cats that are cool, they're not actual pets. If they're just people out here, you know, pooping and pissing in the in the in the litter box, I'm not here yeah. for them. But right, if, right, if, right. They're, if they're actual pets, I'm cool with that. But as far as me goes, man, like uh, I, I kind of got my start the way you guys are doing yours. I started out doing a podcast after I got out of college, playing some football, um, answered the right phone call one day, ended up writing for a company at that point called the Maven Coalition. Maven Coalition turned around and and my URL, well, my URL, like my website, went from bulldogmaven.com to si.com forward slash college forward slash Georgia, turned into Dogs Daily. And now everyone thinks of me as Brooks Austin with SI. I've turned into the film guy as well. But the film guy stuff is something that I've always done. I mean, I was a I was a six-foot center in college. Like I was one of one. There, 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 there weren't a whole lot of me playing the the level of college football that I was. So for me to have succeeded, for me to have made 42 collegiate starts, I had to really like deep dive on film. I had to know what the guy was doing in front of me uh, before I lined up on Saturday. So I was always heavy on the film, I was always very, very heavy on the X's and O's of football. So when I got into media, the film breakdown stuff was just something that I was doing on Twitter every once in a while to kind of explain what was going on and, and, and try to give some people some answers and Man, it caught it caught wildfire. And and one thing I've learned about this business and something I was telling you guys before we started, when you find something that people like, don't do anything else. I mean, you, you need to do other things, but if you're going to primarily focus on one thing, if you're going to brand yourself around one thing, for damn sure, do something that people like. So uh, the, the, the film study stuff that I was doing, it was obviously foreign to the market. There was very, very few people, not only in the Georgia space, but in college football space in general that can sit down, look at football and tell the audience, the, 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 the casual viewer, hey, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Hey, dude, like this is what's happening. Here's what what's going down. Here's how it happens here. Why? Here's why your team is succeeding on Saturdays. Here's why your team is losing. Here's why this guy's playing good. This guy's playing bad. There were very, very few people that could actually do it and have the audience sit back and go, oh, I understand it. Right. Because college football and professional football, especially, but especially college football, especially teams that we follow, like Dan Mullen teaches offense at a calculus level. I, I may understand that at a calculus level, but I can't sit there and try to teach a person that doesn't know football on a calculus level how to read it at a calculus level. So it takes a very special and gifted individual to take calculus and speak it in an algebra term. That, that's that's mm-hmm. kind of the way I go about my business. I'm, I'm going to take something that seems very, very extremely complicated, and I'm going to speak it to you on an elementary level and catch you up as I go through it. So it's something that I saw caught wildfire, and it's something that I really – once I realized people were, were were yearning for it and people were hungry for it, I really started pounding the market, man. Like that, I'm really going after it at that point. So um, I do that on top of all my writings and all my all my film study stuff and and all my podcasts and and all my all my YouTube stuff that I do, which I fancy myself a guy on camera. Um, I, I enjoy doing stuff on camera. I enjoy giving opinions, and I damn sure love talking. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 a well versed and, and well rounded media personality if you will is, is the way i picture myself yeah, that's what's you, up man yeah and i mean you are definitely top top notch when i'm i mean everything you do i'm telling you top notch because i the film i learned so much from you definitely just watching you and like you said taking a calculus it, and then bringing it to an algebra level yeah. like it made me i was like 
God damn, I'm smaller. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I got that. I, okay, I can get it. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I also love when you go into kind of the technique of uh, what maybe the you know just because like you said when you're speaking football, a lot of people don't know those type of terms and. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're talking about offensive linemen, just like you're going inside, how your hand's supposed to be inside yeah. and leans and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's really, really good breakdown and uh, keep doing your thing, brother. Yes, sir. Um, so we'll go ahead and transition uh, into um, the University of Georgia versus Clemson. Uh, it's 16 days, man. Are you ready for college Crazy. football? I am damn sure ready for college football. <laughs> my my <laughs> My business model is 100% ready for college football. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, nah, man, long long offseason, but there's no better way to start a football season than what Georgia's doing right now. I mean, for, for people in my line of work, I damn sure would rather be talking about Clemson and Georgia right now than Clemson and UAB, which is their, right. se- which is their, which is their second game. It's their, their home opener. Like, my, view- my viewership's going to go in the tank the next week, and I understand that. I 100% understand that, which is why I'm trying to capitalize on everything that it is that we're doing leading up to Clemson. So I'm 100% ready for college football. Um, I think everybody is. And I'm damn sure ready for college football at at maximum capacity. I think that's something that we missed drastically in in 2020. And I know that Delta variant is doing everything they can right now to to throw a a ring. Bro, Don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, don't you stick that knife in your leg, Ricky? Um, <laughs> um, no, I, I, I mean, I'm ready for college football for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's something that that I obviously love to talk about and love to evaluate. So I think everybody's ready for it. Honestly, we we need it bad. We're we are down bad right now when it I mean, comes you need to something to get us, a, get us away football. from everything too, man. Yeah, and yeah. like my my head's so far down into what I'm doing uh, with my with my media content, I don't really pay attention to the outside noise my my, my yeah. college football my high school football coach actually used to call it horse blinders right if you ever watch a horse at a race he, he's got blinders on right so he can't see what's beside him exactly um, that, that's that's i we call it tunnel vision i i 100 exactly. have tunnel vision on what it is that i do i don't i don't pay attention to nothing else i don't i don't veer outside of what it is that i'm doing uh, and i think that's that's the best way to go about this business to make you a lot happier in the, in the long run for sure yes sir, yes, sir. he's spending a lot of knowledge y'all better listen He's been knowledge. Hey, you remember uh was that we so uh real quick, we actually we talk about movies on here too. Uh we usually talk about don't be a menace while drinking juice in the hood. And uh what you was just saying, how you talk always after you finish your sentence, I wanna say message. (laughs) (laughs) You all some fools. (laughs) (laughs) We also talked about Eurotrip as well and uh we we kind of like movies. Any movies? What what's a go to movie for you? Anything? It's it's funny that you asked that. Like like you you asked me how long I got. I got to like nine thirty nine thirty five. We do a, a, a podcast on our Film Guy Network podcast network um, called Tailgate Tapes, where we break down, well, review like only specifically sports movies. Uh, uh, we got Friday oh, really? Night Lights coming. We got Friday Night Lights coming that way. It's funny that you you quoted. Uh, Talladega Nights because we did that last week, so I'm okay. I'm fresh on my I'm fresh on my Talladega Nights, man, hey, man. Bro, bro, I'm fresh on get, them. That's, hey, that's do so not funny. get me, don't get me going. Over <laughs> <Ricky Bobby. laughs> hey, I, I do hey, have man, to recommend. Hey man, you want to come over and play GI Joe, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
no, for for real. Like, if you want to have a good laugh, we we broke down that movie and we we almost went like every famous quote, right? Like, yeah. hey driver, <laughs> drive these. <laughs> yeah, like we we yeah. did the whole thing last week. God, Lord, I hope she's eighteen. Like, right. we, yeah, we yeah. did all of that. We did all of that last week on tailgate tape. So if oh, if God. you love that movie, you need to check that out. Yeah, that, yeah. Man, I we love, it was us hyperventilating good. for an hour. Dude, oh <laughs> my god! Hey man, y'all need to I'm all jacked up on my If y'all hey, send me an invite, bro, I want to get out that. Yeah, I definitely I'm will. Movie, I'm a movie guy, will. man. And um, I, I love when he goes. Uh, he, he's like, these are your grandkids. He's like, I want to see a DNA test. <laughs> you show me the birth certificate. Oh man, that dude's hilarious, bro. Go <laughs> shave your balls, you dusty old fart. <laughs> They are my grandkids. <laughs> uh, when that little boy do say, I'm going to jump all over you like a spider monkey. Uh, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. My favorite quote from the kids in that movie is when Reese goes, I'm 50 years old. I ain't got nothing in my name but a nice car and a sweet bag of stinky weed. And the kid, and the kid goes, how much you selling that weed for, old man? <laughs> Bro, I was literally about to close that door for you. <laughs> How much you sell that weed yeah, for? I man. forgot about that part. Oh man! So, so real quick uh, for all of our listeners, a Talladega Talladega Nights is, is, is the definitely movie. the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the movie. That's the movie. Yes, Real, let's go ahead. We'll get into actual football now. Right. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> now that we're we now that we're twenty four minutes in. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is what we do. Hey, the sauce is flowing. The sauce is flowing. Uh, so <clears throat> let's go ahead. Like I said, we 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 know that uh, Georgia and Clemson going to play on September fourth, uh, Bank of America Stadium, Charlotte, North Carolina, and we got number since the preseason rankings released number four Georgia versus number two Clemson. So uh, a question for you real quick. Um, I actually have um, a friend of mine that um, asked him. Um, I told him who I had on and if he had any questions for you. So uh, this is the first question I'm going to leave with. My homie, Nick Johnson. Uh, shout out to you, homie. Hope everything going well. Uh, he just told me some personal news. So if you guys pray or anything, say a prayer for my guy. Uh, but uh, anywho, he he says, is Brack uh, Brock Bowers ready to play, meaning can he be de- decent to fill in for game one? Yeah, so I, I think that that's actually a re- like a relatively new question considering the news that broke around <laughs> Darnell Washington. Um, you know, broken bone in his foot, had minor surgery to correct yeah. it, going to be out four to six weeks. Um, here, here's the deal. Like, I was asked about this earlier today. I, th- I think, like, when you're, when you're talking about Georgia's offense, particularly Darnell, you got to separate into the two different categories, right? Like, He's a really, really good, like borderline great end of line blocker because he's so damn big. Even as a freshman last year, he was moving people off the ball, even not having like perfect technique, just because he's so big and physically strong. So when when you take that aspect into it, like I, I do think John Fitzpatrick, there it would have been second, maybe even third string tight end if you really want to look at it. I think he can do a lot of those things. He might not do them as well as Darnell. Might not be as good as a backside cutoff guy. Might not be as good as a solo block on a on an outside linebacker walked up on the line of scrimmage. Might not be as good, but I think he can definitely uh, suffice when it comes to what Darnell offered in that aspect. And then you have to supplement the other stuff that he was going to do off the end of the line, right? As an extended, you know, whether it be a slot weapon or whether it be a guy that was lining outside the numbers or on top of the numbers, like he was doing towards the end of the season last year. Darnell was getting split out. 
basically playing X. I mean, he was out there as a, a single receiver in three by one, and they were letting him do one on one type stuff, letting him run big time digs at, at 15 to 18 yards, letting him run goes and, and, and stuff like that. I think Brock Bowers can definitely supplement that type of stuff. And, and I think Brock is extremely, extremely talented. I mean, we're talking about a, a young man that's bordering on 6'5, he's 230 pounds. And when you think about a tight end named Brock Bowers from Napa Valley, California, you definitely Napa Valley, by the way. Brock Brock right. has Brock has to be that's wine country, folks. Country, that, right. ain't, that ain't that ain't <laughs> football country. That, that we, we ain't talking about Miami. We ain't talking about South Florida. We're talking about Napa Valley, California. Brock Bowers <laughs> right. is 100 percent the best player to ever come out of that region. And when you think about that region and when you think about a guy like Brock, you definitely don't think about a guy that's, you know, bordering on 42 inches vertical leap. You definitely don't think about a guy that's a, a sub four or five runner in the 40. This is a specimen in every sense of the word. He is a weapon and, and he's going to be very, very gifted. I, I had a guy close to the Georgia program tell me the other day, like if he's outside of a, a top 50 pick, everyone in that building is going to be stunned. All that being said, we're talking about a 19-year-old kid, 18-year-old kid, playing in a very, very highly televised football game and highly anticipated uh. football game against a, a powerhouse program in Clemson. So just like we saw with Darnell, right? you could have said the same stuff coming out of, uh, out of high school about Darnell Washington. There was some growing pains for that young man. And, and right. whereas the difference for me, though, is that like Darnell had growing pains in trying to figure out how to separate, right? How to get away from people, how to how to run his routes correctly, and how to explode out of breaks and stuff like that. Cause it's really, really hard. It's I mean, he's six foot eight, 265, 270 pounds. He's just so much bigger. Whereas Brock's learning curve is going to be more about can you block? Shout out to the cat. Can you block? Can you do anything like that? Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you, they're, they're not going to ask him to do that week one. So can he supplement what it is that they've lost in Darnell? Not all by himself, but there's a there's there's good news because they got John Fitzpatrick, who's way bigger than most people think. That dude's like 6'7", like 250 pounds. Yeah, yeah. You got the shock look on your face, Juice. Yeah, yeah. John Fitzy, uh, Fitzy's a big boy. He's a big, big boy. Yes, sir. And we know that um thank you. Thank you to my beautiful wife. Yes, sir. We got the big girl coming up here. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, we had a conversation about uh, Mr. Darnell Washington, and um hopefully you know he has a healthy recovery. I don't care what team it is, I hope all these right. kids never get injured. I hope everybody Damn, is fully healthy. And we know game football is a game that uh you know there's definitely a possibility to get hurt very badly. So uh, hopefully he's okay and has a good rehab. So, um, and I think Darnell, he's one of those kids that, like you said, I think uh, his size um, uh -huh. and, and what he does on the line. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I think he's going to, I think it'll take a couple, like, obviously it's going to take a year or two because he was a freshman last year, but to come in and do what he did, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as a freshman, I think he was, you know, he did what he was supposed to do, and I'm I, I was also, ready to see. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's also a major t a testament to a guy like Todd Hartley, right? I mean, if you watch the tight ends coach at, at Georgia, for those who are uninitiated here, um, if you look at what uh, Darnell was doing in high school, he was being split out. Like, I mean, he was the entire offense out there in Nevada, as he would, <laughs> right. as you would expect him to be. I mean, he was basically doing like wide receiver stuff. I think 
of I think he had like an eleven minute highlight video coming out of high school, something like that. I think I saw him in a three point stance twice. Whereas <laughs> at, at, at Georgia, I mean, his first six games, he was, and I don't mean this as a slight. He was a glorified tackle. I mean, he was he was out there to block, and that's what he was doing. And you know what? He was doing a damn good job at it. He, he was executing. He was getting passable grades on his assignments. Like he was doing a really, really good job on tape. And to me, take a guy that ain't never blocked and you turn him into a damn good blocker. You take him into a guy that in his first start, he's going viral for knocking the piss out of a, <laughs> out of, out of an Arkansas defensive end. I mean, that that's good coaching. I mean, that's hundred percent. So if you're, if you're going into a game like this, you have to, you have to trust that type of stuff. If you're a Georgia fan, right. You have to, be comfortable in the fact that, like, hey, we know that wh- whatever we need, we're, we're going to be okay at that position uh, based off the track record because the track record speaks for itself when it comes to Todd Harley. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. And, I... and, and we'll go ahead and transition, too, since we're talking about tight ends. Um, in order for a tight end to be successful, you got to have a quarterback to get him the ball, right? So um, two months ago, I saw you started to break down the um, – DG DJ Uwe Ungalale. Uh you did so, a decent job. DJ Uwe Ungalale. <laughs> DJ Uwe Ungalale. DJ Uwe Ungalale. Yeah. That's how I just say DJ. Yeah, DJ U. Yep, DJ U. Okay. Yeah. So tell us what you saw. Uh did you see any strengths or weaknesses uh that might be an advantage or a disadvantage to Georgia? Number one overall pick in 18 months. Okay. 24 months, however long it takes. Yeah, no, this this is the next one. He's he's the next one. He's so big. He's so physical. Uh He's so he's such a great athlete. I think that's the thing that people forget about him. He's six foot five. He's 235 pounds. And the dude can freaking move. Like he was doing stuff. He was doing off, he was doing off script type stuff. His first game, right? Like his first career start was against, I think, Boston. Or no, I think it was against Notre Dame. And then they put Notre Boston Dame. Gap, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, I watched the tape over and over again that first game because they ended up playing him twice. But that first game was against DJ. Mm-hmm. They were sending they were sending everything at that kid. They were like, you know what? First career start on the road. Like, I don't think it's first career start. It was definitely his first like big road game. They're like, well, screw it. We're just, we're just going to send the house at this dude. And the stuff that he was doing – off script was just him reacting like he wasn't playing within the offense. And when I think about the NFL nowadays, like think about the guys that are dominating the NFL now, right? You got mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, you got Russell Wilson, you got all these guys. And and like we, we still got the old heads, right? You still got Aaron Rodgers, you got Tom right, Brady. Right. Those, I'm taking them out of the conversation. When we think about the 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 new the guard, new right? Yeah, the yeah, new Lamar guard. Jackson, Lamarcus, <laughs> L- Lamar Jackson, guys like uh, Justin Herbert out there at uh, San, or L.A. Now, all these dudes, when the play breaks down, down, right? When the play breaks down, what yep. the hell are you doing? And yes, sir. DJ DJ does stuff outside of that that just, I mean, it make it damn jaw drop. It's just, it's so crazy, like. I, I, I distinctly remember a play against Notre Dame, the his his first road start. Like I said, he gets flushed from the pocket. He steps up, runs through B gap. He's rolling to his right, and he hits the dig back to his left. So he's he's basically like almost to the numbers on the right side of the f- the formation and right side of the field, and he's hitting the dig 
on the left hash and it's just it's just like he's throwing across his body and it's just it's just easy it's yeah, just yeah. so easy and it's so instinctual um so when it comes to weaknesses in his game like i was i was watching him i i, I find no weaknesses in his game because here's the deal you can blitz him all you want you can you can get after him you can throw like mixed coverages at all you want but imagine if Remember Big Big Ben Roethlisberger as like a rookie in like his first five six years in the league, where yep. no matter if guys got there, they couldn't bring him down. <laughs> he could bring him down. Yep, couldn't yep. bring him down. It's like hitting a brick wall. Yeah, that's what yep, this sir. dude is. This this dude's built like a tight end playing quarterback. But the difference is like what where Cam Newton was the same type of individual. Where there's there's been people like this before. There ain't been dudes that can flick it like this guy. This guy is very very different when it comes to arm talent. He can spin that ball too. Yeah, he got some zip on that thing. And I mean, juice, either. juice. We're talking about a we're talking about a guy that in high school was ninety seven miles an hour off the mound. Like he's he he. So as a freshman, I think the 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 elite eleven opening was here in Atlanta, and I think he came out here and he was throwing against Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and it was him as uh-huh. a freshman. So these guys were juniors. Okay, so they at the end of the opening at every like opening camp, like regional camp. They have a right. like basically how far can you throw the damn ball competition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, yeah. As a freshman, two years younger, DJ beat Dustin Fields or Justin Fields. He threw it like seventy-two yards in the air. As a freshman in high school, this guy's different, man. Like he's he's a hundred percent different. This guy, like when when Georgia fans are like, Ooh. oh well, I, I think we got this. I think we got that. And like, oh, they're they're starting a new quarterback. Well, yeah, he's a new quarterback, but he's also if you if you were to start an NFL draft tomorrow. 32 teams would have him number one on the board. They would. And that's include, that's including Spencer Rattler. I'm, I'm here to tell you that right now. Like, DJ is not – like, if you Spencer's going to go one. Spencer's going to go one this next upcoming draft, but that's because mm-hmm. DJ's not eligible to be drafted. Yeah, yeah. If they were both in the same draft because of how, scout, because of how scouts work in their mind, yep. they're damn sure taking the 6'5", 235 guy that can throw it wherever he wants and can move over the guy that's 6'2 and just got a live arm mm. as, a, as an above-average athlete. Absolutely yeah. correct. And, you, and like you ab- said, the kid, I mean, I swear, I I thought I was watching Star Wars when I was watching the kid. So he got a laser because it was Dude, everywhere. Bro, like, that, and if you don't his, think he can play, his go first back and watch that Notre Dame. Watch that Notre I'm, Dame game again. I no, promise you're right you. There. No, you're you, right there. I the, the film breakdown I did on him, his first touchdown pass, they go play action. He throws a ball. I think I counted it. I think he threw it 57 yards in the air. And it looked like he was playing catch in the backyard. <laughs> like he just it looked like he was playing toss. Like he was just, he was just like here. There it is. Like, ooh. It was it was so casual. I I, I there's very few people that look like that on tape. It, it was nuts. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, we'll go ahead and move on. Um so there's going to be some interesting uh, matchups during this game. Like, for instance, uh, some of the guys on Clemson's rosters, as you kind of pointed out, uh, you look at them and they don't look or they're not uber athletic guys, but they're disciplined. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, then most of Georgia's guys, they're all uber athletic and they're aggressive. But uh, scheme and coaching can get around that. So, like, um, I kind of have I know these aren't technically like matches, but for me, they are uh, uh, DJ and uh, versus JT Daniels. Um, what do you think of that matchup? And obviously, uh, we haven't we talked about DJ already, so uh, more of what do you see from JT Daniels? So I, I will tell you this: I definitely think uh, 
that uh, DJ hadn't seen an offense or defense that's going to be as complex as what George is going to throw at him. I'll tell you that right now. I was ta- I was talking to somebody the other day, uh, an NFL scout actually. He was like, Georgia runs more complex schemes than most NFL teams do. Mm-hmm. They're just they're they're on a different level, just like Alabama is, and for that matter, just like Clemson is. But here's the difference. JT Daniels is like uber smart. The as much as we talk about what DJ does athletically and what he does with his arm talent, JT's that way with his brain. So um I think that's the advantage that Georgia has. This this dude's just extremely, extremely smart. And uh real quick side story, JT Daniels. Uh, I like what he said. Uh you know, just kind of like mental health. We all know a kid just from California. Uh, he came, what is he, supposed, still supposed to be in high school, starting at USC. Um, and he got hurt, obviously, transferred to Georgia. And I saw him talking about it uh, the other day. I forget what he was on, but he's just talking about just kind of how it was hard where he's the guy and he's, you know, always been playing and then he has to transfer, he gets hurt. So uh-huh. I gained a lot of respect because you don't really get to see that side of college football players, you know, uh, with injuries and stuff like that and how they feel. Because if you if you always the man, I mean, you expect to be the man, right? And then when something 100%. throw you off that uh, that trail where you're everybody's not talking to you, everybody don't want to see you. And then also, remember, they, they brought in another guy who tore it up over there. That's, you know, one of the reasons why he transferred Kaden to the Slovis. University of Georgia. Yes, sir. Yep. And so yep. I know he he was you know Juice, I was giving you crap about your cat. My cat's all over my feet right now. He's <laughs> now. I'm like, what the hell's going on right now? <laughs> no, kidding, no. <laughs> like, chill out, bro. I'm trying to give these hot takes, man. You chill. Uh, what do you think about Tony Elliott and Dabo versus Dan Lanning and uh, Coach Smart? Um. Man, I lo- like when I watch it on tape, I love what Clemson does offensively. They make it so easy. They make it so easy on everybody. Like if you watch their offensive line, their offensive line is not like super, super talented physically. Not like a whole bunch of dudes out there that are like great athletes, right? If you look, if you look through the history of what Clemson does offensive line recruiting wise, it's like a bunch of three stars, honestly. Like a bunch of guys that like people overlook, but they're really, really smart football players. You gotta be really smart to play in that offense. Um so that's I, I, a matchup that, like, honestly, I think this game's like 38-35. I think this game's like 41-38. I think this is a high-scoring football game. So if that tells you what the matchup is, I mean, I like both these defenses, but both these defenses, defenses were suspect at some point last year against really, really good offenses. Think about it. Florida <laughs> absolutely torched, and I know we're on a Florida podcast, Florida absolutely torched Georgia's defense. Granted, they were out like five starters. Not going to make excuses, but they're like five starters, okay? Alabama put a boat racing on Georgia, okay? So Clemson, Clemson went up to Notre Dame, got put into overtime and gave up like 450 yards of total offense. And then Ohio State smacked that ass in the in, in the college football <laughs> playoff game too. So both these defenses against great offenses last year, they were exposed. So – that very well could happen in this football game against two really, really good offenses going up against two defenses that historically have been good, but they've kind of picked on the mediocre talent, especially Clemson. Clemson comes out here and they they've got they've got stats that say that they're a great defense, but they're the ACC guys. You, there you go. The thank you. Do you yeah, thank you. Hey, Anything look. could look good on defense. I'm sorry to say this, but when you're playing in ACC, but I got a question. Yeah, let me let me play Wake Forest. Let me, <laughs> right. Let, 
Let me right. let me play let me play NC State, State, okay, and tell me what my what my defense looks like. We're gonna be all right. right. Trust me. <laughs> exactly. I guarantee my numbers. NC State. I, I think NC State had three hey. quarterbacks last year. Come on. Hey, listen. If we was all on Georgia's team and playing them teams, uh, I think one of us could start at quarterback. <laughs> I'm not I gonna mean, lie. Yeah. Real talk. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I believe it. Real talk. Now, because I'm you. with you, I believe this game will be. Dude, I can't get I... over this cat. <laughs> Good God Almighty, man! She's all over me. For all of our audio only <laughs> listeners, Juice and uh, Brooks, they both got cats running off. Mine's all over not. Mine's there. at least not trying to make itself a part of the damn video screen. But good yeah, lord, yeah, mine's over here just. <laughs> good God. <laughs> How, hey, Bruce, who do gonna, you think? Real oh, quick, Juice, uh, Bruce, we're mm-hmm. gonna get you two more questions, and we're gonna get you out of here. We know yeah, you gotta go. No. You're good, man. I I'll delay my next podcast hit. They can wait. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> they can wait. I, I got a quick question because. Like you said, I think it's a three-point game, and that's what I've been telling Tim the whole time. But I think it's going to come down to special teams. Who do you think has the better special teams, Georgia or Clemson? I think Georgia's got one of the best – well, I shouldn't say one of the best punters in the country, but Camarda's great. Jake Camarda, Uh the punter, is really, really good. The only thing about Camarda is that Georgia's been in two – Tight football games. Okay. Mm-hmm. They they Notre Dame 2019 game was tight. They needed a big punt for Camarda. He shanked that shit right out of bounds. I think it was an eight-yard punt. Same thing against Cincy. They needed a really, really big punt in one crucial situation. Shanked that shit. Right. Hey, I mean, like a six-yard punt. Not not good at too, all. Well, two coop uh Brooks. Uh he also shanked one in the Florida game. Yes, I remember. Yes, yes. So, as good as he is, he's good. He's definitely good. As good as he is, pressure gets to him. So, is he going to be good the first two quarters when stuff's not tight? Probably. Um, but when it comes to Pod, Jack Pod Lesney, the 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 kicker, the field goal kicker, uh-huh. he's he's not. I mean, Georgia fans will always love Rodrigo Blankenship, but I bet. And he's got an NFL career that's going to last 12, 15 years. He's a great kicker. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't really take that much into account of those things. Like, I know people say it's a a three-phase game. Don't get me wrong. It is a three-phase game. But if you're getting your ass whipped on defense, you can win all you want on offense and special teams. If if you're giving up 40, you're giving up 40. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It is a a three-phase game, and you definitely have to win two of the three. But you can right. get absolutely boat raced in special teams as long as you win offense and defense. I mean, let's be real. Yes, okay. So Big the the thing that here, the bro. thing that I Head the thing that I love about everything. The thing that this I love this is a usual occurrence. Hey, that nine point five is kicking my ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I love about what the thing that I love about what Georgia does is that like uh-huh. they've they've obviously recruited at a far better level than than Florida. That's not even that's yeah, not even yeah. for a debate, okay? But yeah. the thing the thing where that really comes true and the thing that, that really takes precedence uh-huh. is in special teams, okay? Because this year against Florida and against other teams like that, a guy like Smile Mondon is going to be playing special teams, okay? And I don't know if y'all know who he is, but he was heavily recruited okay. by Florida, okay? Uh-huh. Five-star okay. linebacker. He is six mm-hmm. foot three. He's 225 pounds, 230 uh-huh. pounds. And this dude ran 11 seconds flat in the 110 hundreds, 110 100 meter hurdles. Okay. This guy's a freak athlete. 
And guess yes, what? Sir. Dude's going to be playing special teams. Okay. Oh, boy. He's going to be playing special teams. So all those guys, like Trayvon Walker's freshman year, and he's South, he's South Georgia. So y'all, y'all might know who he is. And he's gonna be a defensive end, so you're gonna figure him out real quick. You're gonna know the day. You you damn sure gonna know his name. Um <laughs> so the thing about him is that like his freshman year, he was covering kickoffs at six five, three hundred and five pounds. Covering kickoffs, guys. Like Georgia, Georgia does things special teams wise that Florida will never be able to do because they don't recruit like that. Okay. So uh-huh. how five star how five stars travel at Georgia, you play special teams. I don't care who you are. I don't care how well you were recruited mm-hmm. out of high school. Yeah. Kirby Smart gonna make your ass play special teams. And you gonna you gonna give a damn about them too because you cannot play at Georgia until you play special teams. That is a fact. Unless you're an offensive or defensive lineman. And even if you are a defensive lineman like Trayvon Walker if you're a good enough athlete, your ass gonna be that's playing special teams. And that's also another way that the one thing that you do when you recruit that many five stars, guess what you gotta do? Get your you gotta ass keep them field. happy. You yep. gotta keep them yeah. happy. And get one you. way to keep them happy is hey, get them on the field somehow. Get them on the field. Yep. So <laughs> yes, if you wanna be out there, and that's what a lot of players gotta understand too. Man, play be able to accept other roles to get out there. Yeah. Because it's not only going to just benefit, it also help you, but this is a team game. It's going to help the team. So, and also, right. when you go to the NFL and stuff, that's what they look, they, you know, they, they look for guys like that. Versatile. Are you, willing, are you willing to play special teams? Are you willing yeah, if you're, not a, if you're not a first three-round pick, you're going to be playing special teams. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. You're going to That's, that's you, why you make the 53. You don't want to play <laughs> what? You don't want to play what? <laughs> okay, watch where you'll be at in a minute. <laughs> I ain't even a, ain't even no option in the NFL. It's right, like, right. Oh wait, okay. we're not we're not paying you fourteen million dollars a year. Well, guess what? Yo, watch this. Yo ass, yo ass gonna be running at hundred mile an hour, going to hit people with your face. So go enjoy it. Welcome I'll to how a, you make your bread. Hey, if they in there, I y'all need the flows box. <laughs> if they paying that much, <laughs> I know that right. I'm there. I do it. No, you but, uh, won't. No, you won't. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. <laughs> well, hey, 14. Hey, 14, hey, uh, I will. I'll get broke up for it. <laughs> I get, I know I'm going to get broke up, but I'll do it. Brooks, we also are 6'4", like 250. So, yeah, hell you're no, right. man. I'm 5'6". What the hell I look like being out there? But you out here you out here putting yourself on Broad Street. I wasn't doing it. You know, okay. All right. That's it. I'm really about mine. That's all right. <laughs> I play big, though. Play big. Might I'll get take- broke up, but I play big. I- I take my six foot two sixty five. We all right with that one. <laughs> yeah. Look, Brooks, we got one more question that we get you out of here, man. Yeah, um, so the trend, and this is kind of it's not really uh well, I guess it is a Georgia question, but it's a Georgia Florida question, right? So the trend for uh Florida versus Georgia, the rivalry, uh that we all know, uh the largest cocktail party, and they don't want to call it that, but that's what it is. Uh, the world's but, largest. Yeah, yeah, the they need to stop that. They need to stop that. Just accept the fact. But yeah, weird. yeah, uh, weirdos. But a uh, couple people so, die from alcohol poison, and they're like, "Hey, we got to stop calling it the world's largest outdoor <laughs> cocktail party." Like, hey, motherfuckers nope. die every day. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> and they ain't stopped selling alcohol. So let's no, let's keep it not. going. No, they have not. <laughs> let's keep it going. <laughs> So it has been very interesting, um, and it's been three years in a row for uh, each team that has won the series. So, for example, uh, Florida 
and this is going to be kind of long, but I'm going to tell you this because it's just crazy how this has been. So, no, run the track um, record. Go on, hit yes, that weekly page right quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, drop the beat. Uh, in, Florida, <laughs> in Florida, uh, won 2008, 2009, 2010. Georgia won 2011, 2012, 2013. The Gators won in 2014, 2015, 2016. And uh, the Bulldogs won 2017, 2018, 2019. The Gators won in 2020. Does history repeats itself in 2021? Yeah, but just because the rest of the SEC East is boo-boo. <laughs> like, look, look, I'm, I'm all here for, for Stoops. Yes, I, yes. I think, like, it. honestly, I don't know what those those basketball boosters that pretend to care about football, I don't know what they're doing for that man to keep him there. But if I were any major Power 5 football program that loved football, ain't no way that dude's coaching at Kentucky. He's going to come <laughs> coach for me, like, 100%. Like, when Ed Orgeron ultimately gets, like, burned at the stake at LSU, if, if Mark Stoops <laughs> in the first call from LSU, they're stupid. I'm telling you that right now. I um, see that. He's absolutely correct. I, I mean that dude. The like the, a couple of years ago, he went I think nine and four with a wide receiver at quarterback. He was playing Lynn Bowden. Lynn Bowden. Y'all remember that? He's playing. <laughs> yes, he was playing Lynn Bowden at quarterback. Mm-hmm. He was running the fucking mm-hmm. Wildcat in twenty twenty or twenty nineteen, and out here winning the, nine uh, games. That was, was crazy. The year that they played Georgia in the rain, right? Yes. Was that, yeah. They lost <laughs> 20 to 14, and Georgia yeah. was getting booed off their own home field. It was because like, it, it was uh, zero, zero have it. at halftime, right? I was actually like all, <laughs> like all 100% honest. I was on my honeymoon at that point because my wife just decided it would be oh, a yeah. great idea to get married like in <laughs> October, despite the fact that I run a, a pretty prominent website that covers Georgia football. But, Doing football hey, season, she should not. I'm, I'm, definitely, I'm, definitely not, I'm, I'm definitely not holding grudges about it. I mean, <laughs> right. Your wife over there, like <laughs> she's definitely she's definitely another room. You get off here. You getting off? She, she right over there. She definitely gonna some shit about this. You about to hear, um, hey, you about to hear that ping? <laughs> we we on vibrate, dog. Don't you worry about that. I'm a, I'm a professional to say the least. Um, but nah, man, like like Mark Stoops is legit. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. I like what I like what Eli Drinkowitz is doing up there in Missouri. I think that uh-huh. dude's going to be a really successful Power Five football coach. He might have to win ten games at Missouri and get hired by a major program to to actually like make it happen. Because um, it's hard to win at Missouri. It's really really hard. Don't get me wrong. It's really really hard. Um, yeah. I know that I know they have an SEC title underneath their belt since they came into the SEC East, but God dang, is it hard to win there? Um, and it's it's hard to win at Kentucky. It's damn sure hard to win right now in South Carolina. Tennessee is an absolute dumpster fire. An <laughs> no, absolute dumpster I fire, never so. would have thought it got that bad. No, it's been that bad. What are you talking about? They lost to Georgia State two years ago. Right. Come on. Right. And had had Jeremy Pruitt not won six games in a row against the likes of, I think he beat Vanderbilt. That end of the schedule. He beat Missouri. <laughs> he beat UAB. He yeah. beat Kentucky. It's like remember yeah, they were all. You won six games, but you were you were favored by three touchdowns in each one. Like and you, yeah. you won six games, but you were also out here handing out the McDonald's bags. So there, <laughs> yeah. there there's a whole bunch going on in the SEC East right now where I look up and I'm like, bro, first of all, if if Florida don't win nine games this year, 
<laughs> Come yeah, on, it's, Dan. It's Come on, Dan. Like, if you yeah. go eight and four again this year, bro, oh, what it's are a you problem. doing? What yeah, are you it's, doing? It's, like, it's a problem. I understand it. What What are your crossover games this year? You got LSU as always, and you got and you got Alabama, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you should we beat agree. LSU this year, especially what they got going on with their quarterback situation right now. But yeah, but we hold all on. Know you, that's the same motherfucker gonna... that beat us last year. Excuse my French, but that's the oh, same yeah. dude that beat yeah. us last year. So shout out Marco Wilson. Speaking of sneakers, Jews. <laughs> Speaking of sneakers, hey man, um, you about to you about to have uh, another uh, sponsor deal out here? <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, I know what I'm doing. You got a quarterback um, deal on that one. But nah, I but, mean, like you know, you're gonna get curb stomped by Alabama, and I, I mean, honestly, man, guys, I, I think, man, real quick, don't do this. No, no, for real, for real. Look, that game. He said, "Don't do this." Nah, don't do this. I tell you, that game. That game will be interesting. Just no, it won't. I think no, it will. No, just for the simple fact, look, it's, <laughs> it's in the swamp. Week three. Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> so you think you think it's a blowout? Let me tell you something. Emory Jones, that's gonna be his first big start ever, right? Yeah. Who do you open? Who who are your first two games? Who you open? FAU and yeah, USF. So technically, I mean, if we're being realistic, your first career starts against Alabama. Pretty much. First career starts against Alabama. You better yeah, hope come like on, dog. Come yeah. on, dog. But you like, know what? And then we got the offensive line. So I can understand where you're coming from. It's going to be – Yeah. I'm not going to say they're going to boat race you, but yeah. history tells you they're going to beat you by three scores. Well, oh, yeah. They're, they're going fav- to be favored in Vegas by 16 points. History, yeah. History tells us Nick Saban ain't losing to nobody in the SEC East. So. Except for old, <laughs> except for old Miss. Apparently, I don't know what the hell happens oh with that God. one every two oh years. But damn, yeah. that's well, why I'm telling well, y'all to watch forget. out. As soon as as soon as Lane Kiffin can find out the defense, y'all better watch out for Ole Miss because that I, to me, I think he's one of the best uh, people that can run offense. He he uses the strength of his players. I, but I really the pro- like the but, but the problem there. Juice is the fact that, and I know I got to go here a second, yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've seen Friday Night Lights 400 times, so we're good. Um, you know all the lines. I, I damn sure I'm going to knock you out in a pair of flip-flops. Um, the, the, the problem with Ole Miss, the problem with Lane, yeah. is that, like, yeah, Lane's a great recruiter, but I guarantee you of all of his recruiting capital, right, of all of his recruiting bandwidth, uh-huh. he's recruiting offensive players. Yeah, That's what he's it, doing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So. That's why I said if he can get a defense, Lane could be scary. But I think, like you said, that's, well, you that's just a killer hill. You can't just find a defense. You got to recruit it. Mm-hmm. Um, look, and, look, hey, hey, real quick, Brooks. Message. <laughs> <laughs> can't just find a defense. You got to recruit it. Um, yeah. I think the, the best thing that's ever going to happen for Florida is the fact that Todd Grantham's buyout clause comes up this year. We're gonna be real. We're gonna nah. be real. My boy, my boy, Juice, get his shit ready. <laughs> right. Shit, I'm looking at my bank account right now. See what I can contribute to this. Oh um, man, bro, I can't believe they retained look, that man. That was history, nuts. History repeats itself. Now, this is what I did expect from him in his third season. He always, even when he was at Georgia, third season, did not do good on defense. That's just. That's a track record of him. So I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I was on that train last year. He needs to go. But um, we'll see. He he got an opportunity this year. 
And I think that I think that too with Florida, the the play like it's it's hard to explain, but I think that the players that uh, are there now are more suited for him because he he's one of them coaches. Like you, I think the reason why the third year is kind of like that is just it's not. He's more suited for three stars. Is that what you're telling me? Well, <laughs> well, possibly we we'll see because this was this was the first two years he was there. We saw. Uh, Florida actually played pretty good defense, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the first two years he was there, uh, Florida's defense, I mean, oh, and, and then even when you look at, I know, <laughs> obviously the cornerbacks, they couldn't get lined up on defense. And people we're not going to talk about that. But That's Florida no still terrible. led, uh, or not led, but they were they came in like third or second in sacks in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you can get, if last year, if Florida could get that the safeties and the cornerbacks together, then the havoc that the defense line from Todd Grantham, because we all know what we uh, blitz. It's all about pressure. Yeah, he's blitzing blitz, yeah. every damn place. Third and Grantham is the there terminology you you're looking for. Yeah, uh, yeah. was it uh, Jake Fromm's over there smiling somewhere? So <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Let me get that third and Grantham every time. And I, and I uh, who was that? Who was that? Uh, Isaac Nato. Is that? Yeah. Oh yeah, he oh, just. My, pop- God. Oh, my, my God. man ran five yard speed outs against Florida <laughs> right. for three years. Boy, he dominated. Like, oh then, shit, oh shit! Then, you're you're blitzing the the boundary linebacker. No, dude. Mm-hmm. Was he a, was, yeah, exactly. Oh, God, was man. he a transfer was, to Georgia? Isaac Nana. Yeah, or what? Did he actually just? No, nah, he came he came to Georgia from uh, from Buford uh, by way of IMG Academy. Spent three okay, years okay. there, and then went to the NFL after his junior year. But he ran like a a seven second forty at the NFL Combine. And he was undrafted. I think it was a seventh round draft pick, but he still he still bounced around. Uh, I'm, it was a hyperbole. It was actually like five, it was actually like five one, um, five five like literally five one forty. Um, so it wasn't great, but I mean, my man was maxed out when he got to Georgia. To be honest yeah, yeah. with you, physically, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that happens every once in a while. So right. honestly, I think. A guy like that, and he he may end up doing really really well this year once he gets healthy. But a guy that I think was maxed out physically when he got to college was, and you guys are gonna hate me for this, Brenton Cox. Brenton yeah. Cox was physically maxed out when he got to college. Those are those are one hundred percent, in my opinion, and not necessarily the facts, but when you just look at what it is, I mean, he's uh-huh. still a really really good football player. Right, right. Probably a better player as a freshman in college had he been able to figure out what was going on. Than he is right now, especially when you add into the fact that you know he's had a little bit of some injury problems, even if they were whatever they are minor, nonetheless. Minor, but, right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely <laughs> a better player. He's definitely a better player when he was a, a freshman in college. He's more explosive. He's bendier. Um, he's still got some great traits. Don't get me wrong. He's still gonna be a oh, yeah, second, yeah. third, maybe fourth round draft pick. But and this is the mon- this is the money year for him. Yeah, this so is money. So is he the? You can say that about a lot of kids, right. just like Adam. It just and if I'm going to be hypercritical about the team I cover, say the same thing about Adam Anderson. Five star out of high school, five star out of high school that's going into a money year right now. The difference is, I think Adam's going to be a first round draft pick because I know the testing measurables on that dude, and he's a fucking freak. And if he's he crazy, up, well, I tell you this: if he put up anything like the stats he put up last year, he definitely yeah, did. oh yeah, he <laughs> yeah, we already know where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, we'll see him in the first round. We're, we're yeah, talking about bro. a guy that's going to do nine and a half sacks, and I'll close in on this. We're talking about a yep. guy in Adam that's going to do, I, I think, nine and a half sacks, ten sacks, 
He's going to go to the NFL Combine. He's going to be six foot five, two hundred and thirty five pounds. He's going to run four three eight and jump forty two inches. Real yeah. quick, uh, last that's, thing, that's and then we're you're getting out of here. I just wanted to show this comment just because. <laughs> you're at the better get his shit together. That's from a favorite <clears throat> fan right there. So. There you he go, better. man. Yeah, he, he, he's going to have to. He's going to have to because we're not taking this shit too much longer. Uh, <laughs> I let that shit go last year. I, yeah. I gave because of COVID, but now, uh-uh. And I, uh-uh, this year, there's no excuse. There is. Can't there will be it. no excuse. Yep, there Can't will be no it. excuse. Yep. You gave you him the COVID right. excuse last year? I get, I get, yeah, everything was COVID last year. I get, oh, hey, throwing the shoot was COVID. No, you know I'd, what? No, I'd that was fi- just stupid. I'd have fired, every, <laughs> I'd have fired everyone when Isaiah Spiller ran the shit out of you, starting linebacker over on third and on fourth and one right there in the home stadium. Well, I'd, I'd yeah. I'd let it all rip right then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'd you're let absolutely. it all rip. You're absolutely correct. Uh, <laughs> Brooks, we're going to get you out of here, man. We know you got to go. And uh, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, I don't think your listeners are going to want to find me after today. Um, nah, man. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Brooks Austin SI. Everything that I do content-wise, it's going to be there. I promise you that right now. All my film studies end up over there. Uh, everything I do on YouTube ends up over there. Everything that I do just like everything that you guys should do should end up on social media somewhere. And the one I streamline it for all my people at Brooks Austin SI, you can find out everything. And I'm telling you right now, uh, if you guys, it don't matter what, if you are SEC fans, trust me, follow Brooks. Uh, you know, he, he does. He's going to give you knowledge. Yes. Yes, sir. He's going to give you knowledge. And even if he, he covers UGA, but guess what? Uh, UGA plays most of the same teams that, all these teams playing the SEC, and this yeah. guy's gonna—he's gonna be there for he's you. He's gonna break it down. So watch. Yeah, I mean, especially like, like you can hate watch me if you're a Florida fan. That's fine. Um, we're gonna do a bunch of film breakdown on South Carolina. So if you if if you want to know what South Carolina is, we're there. Same yeah. thing. I mean, all the Tennessee, SEC East teams, every all of them, every all single one Missouri. of them. If you like, honestly, over the last month, I think I've probably had two or three hundred Clemson fans hit me up on mm-hmm. on YouTube and on social media. Talking about, I've learned more about my own team than team, I have I over the last five years that anyone's ever done anything for me. I wish you would come do this for us. I'm not going to, but I mean, <laughs> if, if we're if we're playing, if Georgia's playing you guys, yeah, I'll definitely it'll be there for you. You you can definitely learn about what it is that's going on. Um, like prime example, and I know we got to go, but the Florida game, right? The wheel routes. All, all oh jumpers, man. All you Florida jokers on Twitter talking about the wheel routes. routes to death. <laughs> I showed you. Yeah, exactly. I showed you exactly. If you go look at YouTube, if you go look at the breakdowns the weekend after, I showed everybody exactly what was going on. It's right that's, there in front of you. That's yep. one thing, too. If Real quick. Like we said, we can say you got to go this way. Hey, we going to be here all night. <laughs> I know. Got to let go, but that's the reason. But I was going to say, I love what you do the week after. No matter mm-hmm. what happens, the win or the loss, you're going back and showing the defense and the offense. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I say, if your team, especially if they play UGA, he's going to be there. You're going to yep. be able to see like, hey, I told this dude so. I told him so. Or you're going to be like, oh, man, this dude. It's man, always golly. it's always <laughs> cracked me up. And we can end it on this, but it's always yep. cracked me up. No matter what coach you listen to in a postgame press conference, like NFL High school, college, Dan Mullen, Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, no matter what it is. Media member, ask him a question, right? What do you think about so-and-so? 
What'd you think about this? What'd you think about that? The first thing that coach says is this right here. Well, you know, I got to go back and watch the tape, right? (laughs) Well, you know what? You know, I got to go back and watch the tape. And guess what? They're not, they're not giving you coach speak. They're not lying. They're being God's honest, truthful. That's what it is. Like, and, and, and what I've always tried to explain to people is all these pundits, right? All these media writers, and I'm one of them. Don't get me wrong, but I, I think I, I, I fancy myself to do it the right way. All these media writers, I ain't watching fucking tape. Ain't none of them watching tape because they can't do it. They, they, it's impossible. They, they, they can't physically look at it and know what they're looking at. But when the guy that runs your program that knows more about football than you can ever even forget looks at you and you ask him a question about Warren McClendon or about, uh, you know, whatever, Emory Jones or whatever, you're, you're, you're running back out there. What do you think about someone's up? Well, I got to go back and watch the tape. Guess who ain't watching the tape? The dude that just asked the question. But he's still <laughs> right. gonna go right. He's still gonna go write the damn article. Okay, so <laughs> I my my that's always been my beef. Like, well, why are people out here reading these things? Why 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 are you reading these articles? Because no offense to them, no offense to the people writing articles, but they're just running a narrative. They're running a narrative that your own coach, the guy that runs your program, had to look at that person before they went and wrote that article and said, "Well, I gotta go watch the tape." So if you ain't grinding the tape. Guess what you ain't doing? You ain't doing it right. Right. Tell you right yeah. now. <laughs> and we'll get you out of here on that one, Brooke. Hey, man, we hoped that. I know, like you said, uh, we you know we do mainly Florida stuff here, and you do UGA, but I want to have you back. Man, it's been fun. Uh, yeah, we went over, yeah, We yeah. went over quite a while. I know you got to get out here and do your other podcasts, but hey, brother, we'll holler at you, my guy. <laughs> Cannon. <laughs> my I can Yeah. <laughs> Man, we'd yes, like sir. to say, yeah, again, thank you for uh, uh, Yo, taking how long time was she out. hiding back there? No shit. How long was she yeah. hiding back there? No, nah, nah, she, she, she just, just up and she, yeah, she, up. Up. She, mm-hmm. just up, she just walked upstairs. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, again, yeah, thank man. you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to let you go. But again, thank you so much uh, for taking time out and even actually going over. Um, again, appreciate for everything you do and uh, wish nothing but the best for you and everything going forward, brother. Thank you. No doubt, boys. Appreciate you. We'll holler at you, brother. All right. Yo, so hey, get out of here. <laughs> my guy brooks austin <laughs> hey we really appreciate that and uh my daughter's up here attacking me and <laughs> this is what we do on the podcast <laughs> so uh my guy juice he actually just rolled out and uh he'll be back in a second um so we just have brooks austin on here <laughs> we just had brooks austin on juice Great, yeah, my bad, man. Yeah, dude, dude, just he just drops knowledge. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I really want to have him back on. And I don't care, like I said, I know he, <laughs> Georgia fans, whatever Florida fans, uh, but I, I like what he, I like what he does. Um, uh-huh. and I'll continue to watch what he does. Uh, yes, sir. I think, I think he has big things for him in the future. Um, and I think he's awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, do I mean, like you said, uh, the way that he speak, the way, um, like you said, the way he break down things, man, he's very, like you said, 
don't don't get into the the Georgia bag. If we Florida fans, don't get into the Georgia bag. But like just watch him. You will learn some stuff, man. He break he really breaks down, and he doesn't really. You know, I ain't gonna sit here and say he he ain't a Georgia fan, but he really don't take a side to it. You know what I'm saying? He's just gonna hit you with straight facts. So, man, this is I'm glad to have him on today. My yeah, man. you on you, bro. And, yep, it's big sauce. Big sauce. Uh, I'm dealing with multiple things over here. <laughs> daughter, daughter is supposed to be in the bed for all of our audio only <laughs> listeners. My daughter, she's running upstairs. She's supposed to be in the bed. It's a school night, and um, I'm trying to be not big sauce. <laughs> so, right, right. <laughs> have to calm but, down. <laughs> like I said, about about Brooks. Um, um, like I said, I like him because you know. Like I said, tape don't lie. It don't matter yeah. what fan you were, blah, blah, blah. He's showing, he's going in there breaking down. Uh, he's a former college athlete. Uh, like you said, he's been doing this for years now. So he knows what he's talking about. You, it don't matter what you, if you don't like what he says, it don't matter. He's, he's just showing you the film. So, right, right. Um, and a lot of the times I'll just look at what he's showing me. And uh, even if I don't agree with what he's saying, guess what? I can see it from my own eyes. He's telling me what's going on. And, uh, so I really love that about him. Um, and like I said, I hope he comes back to the show, talk his sauce. Um, anything else from you, Juice? No, because uh, like I said, uh, I mean, I'm just glad to have him on because I learned some stuff. Because um, like I said, I think this is going to be a good game uh, between Georgia, uh, Georgia and Clemson uh, for this first one. Um Still at this point, though, I got uh, Georgia probably. I got Clemson just because I'm going with um, with the special teams. I think still, I, I believe that Clemson maybe has a better special team, and I think it like, like honestly, like Brooks said, it's gonna be a um, a close game, and I always said it's gonna be a three point, and I think it's gonna come down to special teams. So whoever got the best kicker is probably gonna end up winning this. That's how I feel. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and uh, I'm kind of the same way, except I think uh, the University of Georgia is going to win um, this game. And, I mean, what an exciting game. Number two versus number four to start yeah. off. Uh, it's not to start off college football, but for the the first The big game. SEC, <laughs> yeah, and for what we want. We're SEC fans anyway. So, yeah, that's what we want to see. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we appreciate all you guys showing up. Remember, hey, like, follow, subscribe. Hit that like button right now if you're in here. Um, please comment. You can uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. So uh, we also have the Sauce Fund. Uh, you can support these tasty beverages for us. Help yes. us out here. If you have any, any wine selections. I'm on there the wine. Uh, I'm, yes, on, I'm, I'm on the wine. Tim's on the beer. So, yeah, um, I'm going to start, like I said, uh, probably in about two weeks, I'm going to start doing a little wine, giving a little wine sauce uh, rating and uh, want to start accepting, um, you know, suggestions for wine. So, Yes, sir. And uh, you can also support the channel as well. It is down below in the subscription. Uh, in the description, uh, we are on TikTok, we are on uh, Instagram, we are on Twitter. Uh, follow us, 
Um, we love the interaction. Thank you for everybody who uh, came in and commented on the show. Um, you know, sorry we didn't get to a lot of comments uh, tonight, but we had a great guest on, Mr. Brooks Austin. Uh, he is uh, a Georgia uh, film guy. He breaks down the University of Georgia, tells you what's going on there. And we just kind of wanted to get a sense of what's going on with Georgia since they are a big opponent of the University of Florida. Florida uh, yes. And they also have a big game coming up this year. So we're going to learn a lot real quick about where Georgia is, what they have, um, you know. So Brooks, he enlightened us on what's going on. Right, right. And um, Will Holla, I'm out. You got anything yeah. else for us, brother? No, hey, like you said, man, I want everybody, y'all be safe out there. Everybody be safe. We'll holler at y'all next week. See y'all next Wednesday. Thank y'all again for joining us again for another good podcast, and we hope to bring y'all more and better content next week. Next week. Peace. Peace.